Buckle up, it's gonna be a bumpy night. Is this thing on? Network, it's my pussies. Okay, welcome to Uncensored Radio. You see our live. I shouldn't. I don't know how the run's last 48 hours been. It's been quite interesting. (laughs) All right. So we have, first of all, before we get started, I do have to um, introduce our our special guest. Hi, Anna Renata from Frightfully Good. How are you? You've come along for the ride tonight. Um, Now it should be interesting. So you can just sit back and enjoy and Feel free to, to jump in whenever you um, have a comment. <laughs> oh, we will. We will. Okay. <laughs> so, um, um, we're not going to go through the usual formalities. This is the Uncensored crew. We have Vera, Jeff, Luke, and Christina with us. And um, we've had a very busy 48 hours, all because of a little article that I posted literally two days ago about... Uh, oh, here we go. We're starting the sex hi from the time. US. Hi, Jody. It's Jody Music. Who posted the article? I did. Me. <laughs> Me. I don't care. I don't care. I posted the article. Yes, I posted the article. And Can you was, say that once again? We I posted the article, and we were following the news. The news of the day was all about. Matt Reif, comedian, uh, his his Netflix special, Natural Selection, which debuted this week. Um, and Matt has had some controversy, as reported by, um, you know, some pissy little, you know, publications like Deadline and Variety and, you know, every news source. So what I thought I would do, just as, you know, maybe a little bit of a proof that we're not the cancel culture police, you know, <laughs> is that we might do us? we might do a little bit of a, um, us? a shared never yeah, us, us. I thought we might do a there little a bit of, of a um, a Google search online right now, so people can see that oh, you know I'll this is not something over to Twitter, and you'll see that yeah. he's trending, and yeah. people want to cancel the poor bastard. Right, so, so can we explain then to the ladies that have joined us going, and to I'm going the audience? To. Look, I'm oh, going oh. to. So we're Googling Matt Rife live now, okay? I'm really I'm disappointed just, look, that it doesn't say naked afterwards or like dick stuff. I know, right? right? And there's I'm Matt, looking, there's Matt looking all handsome and whatnot. So we'll go to the news. Hmm. Matt Rife ignites back, backlash over domestic violence joke on Netflix special. Variety. The controversy over Matt Wright's Netflix special and his response. Forbes, news.com, comedians cringe act resurfaces with that, which is, you know, him just being creepy with Zendaya. But we um, go down and uh, there is quite a few, you know, posts on the fact that Matt made a joke in his Netflix special that opened his show with a domestic violence joke. And for those of you that haven't seen it, yes, I watched the whole thing. So before anyone wants to come for me about that, that's fine. I went to watch the whole thing. And the joke was about him going to, I think it was the Waffle House or something like that. They went to the Waffle House and the waitress that was sat there had a black eye. And they were joking. He was he was like, oh, she's the face of the company. 
is that the, the facing should be for she should be put in the kitchen and the punchline of the joke was if she was any good in the kitchen she might not have that black eye <laughs> now, now apparently us recording on that joke and taking quotes means that we are we are now the cancel police uh we are yeah. now i for anyone like that strangely the numbers that um that are watching at the moment don't reflect everyone that had an opinion but um, i will share how many people had an opinion because i have now, <laughs> uh we have from from the article which was not one-sided in any way we were just reporting what everyone else is reporting well, our opinion uh, wasn't in it because no, we didn't have an opinion, opinion. We, were, we were giving facts right. and letting people decide like we do on this show and have done ever since i've at least i've joined the show and before because i used to listen to the show so um we have 47k reactions to the article um 21k comments 3.1k shares and a reach of 3,500,250 people that all have varying reactions to Matt. Oh, my God. So, yeah, my phone la, hasn't la, la, stopped la, in the last la, 48 la. hours. So um, <laughs> that's where we're starting the show tonight because I was prepared. I'm prepared to, um, you know, answer our critics and anyone that would like to speak up. Strangely, they don't seem to be here to back up their opinions that they could do <laughs> online. Um, which, if, uh, it, which, if, um, which, if they actually watch Matt's special, the whole last nearly 20 minutes is about online trolling and how people react <laughs> to his stand up. That's where I find the hypocrisy. They think we're canceling doing, him, so yeah. they're trying to cancel his, us. His fans are trying to do exactly what he says he's against, which is not his fault. It's the fan base. And didn't we just talk about him, at, what was it, two, three weeks ago? No, it was last it was. Month, right? It was After like a, I went yeah, to like a month ago. Jessica, um, what is it, Jessica, uh, oh, God, what's her last name? Kershaw or Rabbit. whatever? No, uh, the one I... Je the, uh, Jesse Kirsten, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just went and saw her, right? And we were talking yep. about... We were, I was comparing her and Matt about how his crowd work is really, really great. But everybody exactly. that I know that's gone and see him said that his stand up is not as great as his crowd work. So we've already had this conversation, right? right. I said that against yeah. him. And I watched no, we actually special. And I, I kind of thought the same thing. I'm like, oh, okay. His crowd work's really great. Is his Netflix special just, you know, I don't care about the joke. We've always said this, right? Vera, you've done Nothing stand up. I've done stand up. I, I don't care, right? Like when Tracy Morgan years ago did all the gay jokes, when Kevin Hart did the, he shouldn't have lost his job. I don't care. I don't care the jokes. It's you're doing comedy. That's what it's for. That doesn't right. matter, right? To me, I just well, find the joke funny. It's interesting I thought it was that a you, you bring that up, though, because we actually had a submission from one someone who watches this show who didn't want to show their face that talks about how they were triggered by the joke. So there, there is the other side too. And I thought out of fairness, we would give that a voice as well. You, you Steve, like that now, I'm guessing? Yes, okay. I guess so. 
with all of that lead in. All right, here we go. Sat down happily to watch a cute comedian like most of us did, like normal. In seconds, I had full body shakes, was frozen and thoughtless because I was having an adrenaline rush as I was triggered. You see, I have PTSD from DV abuse. My body, mind, subconscious and conscious can be triggered by sound, taste, touch and smell into thinking it's in danger and it reacts. I can't always control my reactions, but Matt can control his words. Words that hurt not just mine and other survivors' damaged brains, but victims as well. As abusers have a warped sense of reality and can turn Matt's joke into consent, agreeance and okay. I know it's hard to understand, but they live in a warped version of a world that favours them, using everything to turn bad into good, keep their victims and to get people to side with them. Everything including jokes. Harmless jokes, they warp into reality, warp into truth. There we go. So, look, there there are, as, as we always try to present on this show, there are multiple sides to every story. Yeah. Um, well, I, I think the most important... Yep. You know, as okay. a fat, Hispanic, crippled woman... I've been, <laughs> been a little fucking close to home, okay? <laughs> but they're jokes. If I don't like them, I don't have to listen to them. I know, Vera. If you turn on Family Guy, you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I can't, you know, I don't have to like the joke to, to respect the fact that that is free speech. And comedy is an art form, you know? If we perform art here, is up to anybody's standard. You know, they can say we're not funny. I don't care. Yeah, they can but say we're, we're not funny. No one watches our show, but, you know, thank yeah. you for the thrill, three million in, like, in No, someone said it. our parents do, and then I was like, sad yeah. face, no, they don't. Our parents do. My <laughs> mother does not. I'm a, <laughs> images never watch the show. <laughs> my mother couldn't turn out of her life. <laughs> oh my god, you're mean. Her mother's dead, asshole. You're a cocksucker. <laughs> now, I'm going to throw it to Anna Renata here because they, they are um, not unfamiliar with some internet trolls. You've had, tell us, yeah, tell us your experience. Because we, we work with Isaac, who is constantly getting cancelled because of his sense of humour. But uh, in response to that person's comment that they sent to the show, I'm very sorry for their trauma. I'm sorry they've been through that. But I, walking the streets every day, don't know the traumas that everybody has suffered. Um, exactly. So I may say something very simple which could trigger someone's trauma. Um, I have a, a little suitcase that I love to to carry everywhere. It's a little coffin bag in the shape of the coffin. And I stopped taking it out because I thought, what if somebody's had a child that died young? That's going to trigger them. So where where do we draw the line of um, of triggering people? Uh, and if, if people are being triggered by that thing, it means that they need to do work on that thing. They need to to seek help to um, to work on what that trauma is because we simply can't know every single person's life experience and trauma. Um, I'm not saying that we should make jokes about that sort of thing publicly or whatever. I'm just saying with those triggers, people are always saying, um, oh, but you've triggered me. And I said, well, how am I supposed to know that? 
Right. Right. you. Well, I mean, it's kind of like, right? So if you, if you have a group of friends and one person is hiding the fact, right, that they're in recovery, they go to meetings, right? And, and you all decide to have cocktails. Is it our responsibility for that person's recovery or is it theirs? Yeah. Right. At what point is it the person's responsibility? So I've been through trauma in my life, right? Okay. Murder, suicide. My grandfather shot my grandmother while she was sleeping. I have taken that to the stage and I find humor in that, right? Because Christina, you know this. But that's uh, how no, I did not. I did not know that. I deal with it, right? Like for me, I can take that. And I try to twist it and make it something to laugh about, right? And people are like, oh, but Jeffrey, but the difference is you're talking about something personal to you. And a lot of comedians will do that. They may talk about things that are, are really super, super difficult, but they're talking from their own personal thing that's going on. Um, and that does make it different than speaking generalized uh, in a generalized way. Um, it's a great way of doing it. And I know a lot of comedians may probably not suffer from certain things, but they will say I did or I have to personalize it and then bring it across from a funny perspective because that's what you've got to do in life. Everyone has shit and eventually, you know, you either, um, you know, drown in it or you make a joke of it and try and get on. Um, but it's very different when it's sort of saying this has happened to me, therefore I have a reasoning to say something about it, um, whereas, you know, other people may not. Um, I mean, my my mother was in Auschwitz. Can I make a joke about that? Probably. Is it going to be in good taste? Probably not. But I can say, well, my mother was in Auschwitz. She told me the thing. This is absolutely ridiculous. This is what I'm going to say. I'm going to turn it into something funny because you can't can't deal with this trauma any other way. Um, if my mother hadn't been there and I chose to do some sort of a joke about it, would it come off differently? I probably wouldn't say it. I probably would right. have have more courage to say something that I knew I or my family or someone close to me was involved in because it's like I've got permission to do that. Yeah. Um, it, it's a really fine line with all of this. It really is. And, like, everyone's got an opinion, I guess, and they they can <laughs> have an opinion. That's the world we live in. They're allowed to voice I a lot of information about a lot of people. This is yeah. – <laughs> Christina was like, can I have the night off? And now she's like, what the fuck's going on, man? What the <laughs> fuck is happening in my house? Shit. My problem I think is Renata, wait Renata a second, wait a second. Got something Vera. there, though. Let Vera, let Vera go, then we'll go, Luke. Yeah? Uh, my problem is not that, like I said, I haven't seen the special yet. I probably will watch it because I do like Matt Rife stuff that I've seen on TikTok and other platforms. Um, and I want to know what the controversy is. But there are plenty of comedians who I don't... Andrew Dice Clay. Don't care for him. You know, I don't find him funny. But I will fight to death for his right to say it. You know, it's, it's free speech. It's protected speech. You know, I don't have to like it. I don't even have to listen to it. Okay. And we were not trying to cancel Matt Reif. We were simply reporting. And everybody yeah. started calling us the cancel police. 
Sorry, Luke. You could finish your thought. <laughs> oh, no, Renata touched on something very important, though, in regards to comedy, and it's the intention behind it. Um, like in that case, Renata, you're not saying a joke about Auschwitz from a mean-spirited place. You're saying it from a place, and a comedy has this power to show the world something so awful, but yeah. show them in a way that, hey, yeah. we can acknowledge that this terrible thing's happened, but we can do it in yeah. a way that's not going to be so horrible for our bodies to, to go through, and we can just laugh and go, yeah, like, that's really horrible. It's the yeah. point of comedy, uh, the point of, the comedy, comedy the point of satire. Yeah, I think uh, intelligent comedy does that. It's when comedy's trashy that it, it doesn't sit anywhere on the scale, you know. Just to say something and it just comes out as absolute trash isn't good comedy. Comedy needs to be thought out. Um, and, you know, really, really looked at uh, in a way where it makes sense. And I'm not a comedian. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Reluctant comedian. You know, you work comedy and you kind of, you do it in a smart way. Um, and yeah. I, I was saying to Anne, I made her laugh, so I must be comedian. I was saying to Anne, I'm old enough to know when the old comedians were doing comedy. Um, you're talking about, you know, Carol Back Burnett. Day. Carol Burnett, um, you know, Bob Hope even, all of those Joan comedians. Rivers, that all those people. John Rivers. John Rivers. They, they, you know, Joan Rivers was next one. But they, and as you said, it was all intended in what they were saying but they never actually said it so your they mind to it. your mind did the punchline however you wanted it to be uh, and it yeah. was hilarious stuff absolutely hilarious um, but comedy's changed it's changed I guess because we've all changed as well uh, and so I mean comedy is only a, a mirror to what our environment is, and it kind of says a little bit about our environment more than anything else, more than this guy, because exactly. uh, he's only saying the things that he knows are going to get clicks, likes, or, or whatever. Uh, and so what is it saying about us and how we've changed and what we expect and what riles us? What 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 button has to be pressed for us to get so angry or irritated uh, to say something? You know, it's what level are we now at that that needs to sort of happen? Very different to 20, 30, 40 years ago. Um, and as for the audience laughed, um, we were just having a look at that clip beforehand and our friend Sue pointed out that it sounded like canned laughter. Yeah, it did. Well, it's a net, it is a Netflix special. We, we like there are times when you can hear maybe not authentic, but like you know, there's a, yeah. a random burst of laughter. They were not laughing like you hear people laughing at a comedy yeah. show. Like, no, no. We know with Isaac that sometimes um, when he does one of those really bad jokes at his live shows, everyone goes, "Oh, Yeah, the intake, the intake of breath is usually the one that you go, oh, yeah. okay, that's that's the line. And that's, this is the, this is the whole, that's the whole joke of the joke. When you see yeah. what he does, he's like, I'm dipping my toe in to see where we're at, like to see where, like how far he can push it. And you've, and I've, seen, I've seen so many comedians do that. Like, 
countless comedians drop a really heinous joke to go, okay, this is the line for this audience. You, and you never know. Right. If people, well, you're kind of figuring out, right? Like it's a wave right. you got to ride. Because there's some audiences that you can go and, and you can do the dirty things or the sexual things. And then there's a, you just can't go there, right? You've got to figure out where you can go with them. And, and yeah, that's but, the tough part of all this. You, you've got to be able to kind of be fluid while you're doing a show. And I think for him, it's even more difficult, right? Because he's putting, we've now in TikTok world, right? We've got three minute clips. So he's putting all these clips of all of his crowd work, all of his best stuff, is that's what everybody's seeing. So now you're seeing a whole hour special that Netflix is editing. And it's not the same as what he's put out in the past. And it's not a coincidence that, you know, after, you know, like the Netflix, every time there's a Netflix comedy special, it's guaranteed to get some kind of blowback. Like it's yeah. the way that they edit the sh- that we all most of us has been to stand up comedy before. It is a a tight a tight hour of joke 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 joke. That's not how it is. That's how it's edited down. And he's I think he's fall fallen like you know fallen prey to the editing machine. But you have to know what you're going to see. Before you go, before you click OK, the first thing that comes up when you press play on that special is warning crude humor. And that's all it is. It's not hateful. It's not it's not delivered in a hateful way. It's not delivered. It's not delivered in a bigoted way. Some of the jokes. Yeah. are look a little bit misogynist. Yes. OK. A little bit ableist. Yes. OK. Like there's sexuality things but that's what comedy is it's holding a mirror up to as we said holding a mirror up to our current society going this is what you're going to be offended by right but if you Mm -hmm. watch even his crowd work you know that that's his his bag that's what he does nobody should be upset by that so that's you know again like i don't understand why people get so pissed off about this because if you don't like this shit why are you watching it to begin with? Mm-hmm. And if you do like him, just understand. Okay, so he had a joke you didn't like. Fucking move on. Get over yeah. it and go watch, you know, somebody else. Go watch the Jesus comic that's on there. What's her face? <laughs> you know, the one with the really obnoxious voice. It's like, yeah. Christina, it's you. What are you going to say? I say that. Honestly, if you bought tickets to his, his show, you know exactly what the fuck you were in for. I don't agree with the joke. Obviously, if it affected people, you know, I'm sure he's sorry for what he said. But he said worse things. And that's what's, like, amazing to me is that in most of his shows, like you just said, he says, oh, I just want, oh, we have a bad crowd tonight. Or, like, oh, God, come on, guys, don't be so sensitive. Like, he will trust, he will test things and say things first. And then I'd be like, oh, this is ridiculous. Like, you guys are just sensitive. You know, like, and so with that joke, honestly, with, with me being Italian, honestly, I think it's funny because, you know, I don't, I mean, again, like, you're in the kitchen if you're not good. You deserve a punch in the eye. That's, I don't think it's funny, like, but aesthetically and, and I guess, like, is funny. It's you laugh. Culturally, you laugh. it's funny. I did laugh because it is fucking funny. Again, I think it's funny. Do I, like the guy said, Dave Mann, whatever comment that was, I, I agree with that full comment completely because 
It's correct. Like, it's, I don't agree with domestic abuse, obviously not. But my kind of funny, that's my kind of funny. And I think that that's Matt's kind of funny. And that's who the people who bought the tickets to the show are kind of funny. But the people online who are watching it who really don't get his comedy or get his comedian personality, comedic personality, then, yeah, you're going to get offended by that because you're that's watching it. That's what I want to talk about next. Like, that's what I want to that, talk about next because there is Matt Reif, the comedian, See, Joe just said he wants to punch me in the face all the time. My husband. Not unlike Isaac. Isaac Butterfield. Isaac Butterfield has an Isaac Butterfield comedian personality where Isaac will say the most controversial things. That's what Isaac does. That's his brand. That's how he generates conversation. That's how he generates his comedy. Knowing Isaac away from that, he is not that person. That is a character he portrays for his comedy. Mm -hmm. I think that... Anyone that's watched any of, of, of Matt Rife's stuff more like more than you know just crowd work understands that, that that's his that kind of bro like nineties comedy is what he does. That's that's his yes. bread and butter. And that's fine. That's not everyone's that's not everyone's, you know, jizz. He said not everyone's jizz, as Renata would say. Um, but <laughs> when it comes down to it, he has said worse. He has said my God, the people that are coming after us. We have said a lot worse on this show, and know, we're right. Yeah, right. We're like, what's the first word we say every ten or you know every the ten minutes into every show? Fuck. Yeah, like, there's a whole little litany of words right. that come out. But Ed and I can speak a little shit. bit more on, on the Isaac thing, and you know, public persona, and you know. You two are the same. You have a, a comedic public persona, but that's not who you are 24-7. No, it'd be tiring. No, exactly. <laughs> wait, wait, you guys aren't happy and bubbly 24 hours a day, seven days a week? Yeah. What no. the fuck? Oh, no. no. Husbands, no. <laughs> if you I are into those drugs, you're on. We're trying to sort of save each other from jumping off cliffs half the time. <laughs> it's a mask you wear to um, engage with the, the the people who like what we do, and it takes energy to maintain that. And no, I, I can't do it twenty four seven. Yeah, and as as um, with Isaac and his wife and baby, they are a beautiful family mm. and very very caring. And they um, support so many rescue groups and are out actively doing things to help I, make the world a better place. I often say to Anne, it's 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 this weird positioning of. A double persona, someone who is so caring and so beautiful and so lovely, and yet they'll get on stage and they'll certainly say some things. And I said, Dan, there have been things that Isaac has said that have really sort of triggered me when, you know, when you talk about older people. Um, and you, you kind of go, where where is that point where you stand where as a comedian you'll go, <laughs> That's a little bit too much for me to say. I, I won't say that. Do comedians have to push that now because of what is um, 
what they feel is needed for them to get the likes and then to get the people to follow them. Do they have to kind of swallow their own pride in their own beliefs about what's right or wrong? And what's because, the price? Yeah, because they know they won't get money. They won't get bums on seats. They won't get views if they go to vanilla. You know, that, yeah. that's another thing. And Isaac's got to the stage now that he's getting death threats to him and his family and he has to take bodyguards with him to shows to protect them. He just needs to go there with the go. audience we have on that, that post, man. You know what I'm saying? They clearly <laughs> want yeah. more. Uh... But because Netflix people, uh, would people... know what, what was submitted for this show too was Netflix knew exactly what the content was too. And I think that puts Matt in this position too, peculiar position where, yeah, it is a mask because you're putting on a performance, but you're normally performing for the room. You've read the room. You've got the vibe. Um, Now you're performing through this lens to the world as well, and they are not all gelling. There's people at home like the lady who submitted the video that are not cool with it. So I get that there's going to be this kind of blow up, but, it's part of just the business. Who cares? Like, it is. Turn off. <laughs> exactly. You can you can change the channel, and it, the the re, the remarkable thing that seems to be coming through is how mixed the messages are in the comments. There are people that don't, yeah, we're Karens, we're we're the cancel police, but they haven't actually read the article. Look, my phone's still going off right now. Next I'm week. sorry. The person who said I had to screenshot it. When they call Katie McCarthy the Karen, I was like, oh. (laughs) They would love Vera and I stand-up sets if they had that, right? Because with every boundary there is. I mean, I'm so foul-mouthed and nasty on stage. It's just not even right. That's not Jeffrey. Like, there are people on this screen that, you know, we we perform for this camera, and then when we get off screen, we are very different people. Like, oh, you mean like Luke being a messy bottom? Yeah, that you know, <laughs> oh, standard, standard, oh, standard, standard. But I, I'm really interested in the in the people that are. Re- there's two different kinds of people. There are people that will have their say publicly and post it in the comments. Yeah, for everyone to see. And they, they are willing to stand behind their words and their power and all that kind of thing and make the statement they want to state. Then there's people who decide to maybe inbox you when no one can see it or they think no one can see it. <laughs> so um, according to Chris Chamel Jr., we are a bunch of cucks. Um, Chad Love says that our podcast... Chris, if you want to come over later. <laughs> yep. Um, Chance Love says that our, by our, podcast, <laughs> our podcast must be run by a minority, which I think says a lot more about him than it does about yeah. us. I'm here, Ken. Um, he's right on the money. <laughs> but, Boom, uh, Chance, good job. <laughs> Bryce Sonberg. Bryce Sonberg has, a, has a, a longer take, so I thought we'd share it since Bryce felt the need to share with us. Oh, do we, we have a whole you. novel of Bryce? Um, Can you put on, like, a professional says, voice when you read this? Bryce says, I cannot believe you have 17K followers on here. Terrible takes, soft ideology, all mostly mentally handicapped. Congrats. There wow. We go. <laughs> I and these are the people... 
I actually James find that far more uh, offensive than what that comedian said on his show. Yeah. Thank you. Right? Yeah. That's awesome. very, very different. <laughs> and this is where I this is where I draw the line because as soon as you can have any argument you want, and I've said this both on this show and offline when we've had arguments about politics and all this kind of stuff uh, and uh, panel members and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, there we have. You you lose all credibility when your argument has to turn personal. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. If you have to, if you have, if you can't stand up for your beliefs without going, yeah. what would you know? You're fat and you're ugly. It's like, okay, well, congratulations. Right. You're not telling me anything look- I don't know. Yeah, I don't mind the insulting stuff, but don't be posting slander like our parents watch the show. They would never be caught million years watching the show. They don't show. want to be associated <laughs> with us. <laughs> no. I hate that bitch. I keep sending her urns and gift cards to the funeral homes. You know, tick-tock, tick-tock, hurry the fuck up, bitch. Moving along. So, yeah, I, just, I found it very interesting <laughs> that our viral moment... And everyone's like, oh, uncensored radio, you should change your name. It's like, Matt, right? Those golden um, ones, the one where they call us all mentally unwell. Yeah, just, <laughs> just, to, be, um, just to be clear, uncensored radio or unscripted radio as it started out has actually been around a lot longer than Matt Rife. So yeah. we may not have the 200,000 followers that he's he's picked up it's a Netflix special, but we've got some, so thank you if you're following us now. We love you. <laughs> but you know what? All the, all the hate oh, and the venom and the whatnot that you spewed at us has actually lifted everything on the page. So, like, yeah. congratulations. Well, the thing, got, like, two degrees of separation. To his page and his profile yeah. and his views. They've all gone up too. Yeah. Right? Like, Nick Cannon. Uh, yep. You know... Had a thing with Nickelodeon, right? Yeah. Uh, Katrina A. Johnson from Nickelodeon's All That. <laughs> Nick Cannon, Matt Wright. So yes, we are. We we're, we're swimming in we're swimming in hurly burly circles as we two, usually do. Two. It's very dramatic. It's very dramatic. I but I I love yeah for everyone that thinks that we're oh, not thanks, funny. No, thank you, Jody. Oh, look, look crossover shit. content, Anna Renata. We love what it. We love Jody. Oh, Jody's, Jody's become a oh. sexy radio subscriber now, too. God love you. The big Anna oh. Renata and Blue, welcome to this. Welcome to the I don't know what you call us. Black as midnight. The point that I'm trying to, the point that I'm trying to get <laughs> Squirreling because that's been a very sleep. No, we'll, we'll rebrand our show with Vera's just a still of Vera like this. It'll be Quinn Sailor's radio. Maybe we should just call it like Wig, Miss uh, Wigfest 2005 and Friends. You know what I mean? Best trailer trash wear. So, um, yeah, even the haters, you know what? As, as If you got haters, you're doing something right. right. Everyone that has come to tell us that we are not funny, that we Thank are you. poor journalists. Oh that and that's all ugly, true stuff. That that's are... okay. And yeah, this is all, this is all true stuff. But you know what? <laughs> every <laughs> click, that, every click that you give us only makes us stronger. Oh, oh wait, 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 <laughs> wait! We gotta tell them my favorite part of all this. 
you fucking morons, okay? <laughs> when you're like, oh, how'd I get to this fucking bullshit page? I don't care. The more you click, you stupid fuck, the more you're gonna see pages like ours. <laughs> you can keep thinking you're superior, you dumb son of a bitch, but the more you interact with us, the more you're going to see content like us. You're right. <laughs> That's scary. Oh, God. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. I think we can we can put that to bed now. <laughs> After 35 oh, minutes. I, to, I, I know. Look, he, he, he's got, look, he's weird. <laughs> I wouldn't call him conventionally attractive. Really? He is a pretty boy. So oh, I sucked the fucking soul right out of his brain. <laughs> I think he's yeah. a pretty boy. Someone said, Amen. yeah, someone did say, someone Amen. said they sucked the skin off him. So it was, yeah, look. Oh, yeah, um, the predominant. I loved it. He's, <laughs> he said his he said his special is is for the boys. The the audience at the at the theater is seventy percent women. He <laughs> women throw themselves at him. If you he's pretty, problem, and that's the thing. You don't maybe you don't have to be that funny to be yeah, when you're that pretty. You know, that bit of pretty privilege. Never heard me. anyone. Can you? Will you kiss me? The eighty-year-old women coming in and saying, "I want." Yeah, to they, they, they like some of the stuff that they those women's like. Everyone's on about the objectification of women, but some of the stuff that that he get, puts on the TikTok, you're like, "That poor boy's not going to make it out of there alive." Like, yeah, and you know, <laughs> you know, some of the eighty-year-old women wouldn't be able to take a punch really well. Oh my God, Luke, stop it! They grew up in the Great, up in the great Depression. You kinky bitch. Yes. <laughs> I never heard they're the joke. Called, oh, yeah. They're not called the, the, the strongest generation for a reason, you know. <laughs> anyway, bad, bad jokes. Bad I jokes. Jeff. All right. <laughs> I object. So we have Jeffrey. freedom of speech. It's funny because the freedom of speech thing is, sorry, is our... Is our theme. The freedom of speech thing is our theme. Now, yeah. we have two people that I think will be able to speak on this. Snoop Dogg. Caused a little bit of controversial, controversial controversy oh this week by making an announcement. After much consideration and conversation with my family, I've decided to give up smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Please respect my privacy at this time, Snoop Dogg. <laughs> it sounds like someone's died. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. Did anyone else? Imagery very like religious looking too. Like it may as well be the statue of Jesus. Right. Like, <laughs> Did anyone has anyone followed this story at all? Yeah, of course. Look, yeah. I think he's my guy. Hold up, hold up. Let's Christina, what's the outcome of this story? What's the ending the of this outcome, story? What, um that he's like an amazing marketing genius because he is now like the spokesperson for Solo Stove, which is like a smokeless fire pit. My brother has a really large one and my father has like a smaller version of it. And it's amazing. It's like a little fire pit and it doesn't like emit smoke. So like you don't smell like a fire and like oh. once you hit the face with the smoke. And- so he didn't even mean oh. marijuana at no. all. He didn't mean the illicit no. weed. On top no, he wasn't ha- I didn't have anything to do with like- weed at all. Uh, it was it a whole was big Dana. make marketing. Genius. Where's his 21,000K comments? It was two days later that he announced the solo this stove. Is, uh, but this promo. is the thing, yeah? He got, yeah, no, no, he no. got um, 
he got like all of these messages of support because what he said, he was talking about becoming a grandfather and realizing that things, you know, that I can't be doing the things that I used to do and da 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 da. It's like, hold up. Where but isn't that exactly what you ended up doing? Like, you didn't say anything, you're, though. You're dressing up concerned for your family to promote a grill. I think whatever, <laughs> no, I think whatever comments he had given, I think that those are, like, older comments. I don't think he ever spoke out about this, like, in the two yeah. days. Because it was like, please respect my privacy. And then the next day, it was the solo stove thing. So, like, he had one day. And he was probably like, yeah, guys, I'm not, I'm not uh, sticking to this story. As the I don't think the comments say, that he was saying. Great marketing I'm, 101. I'm going to yeah, get yeah, there. Yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm grabbing that There's comment for you now, smart. Jeff. We've just had, we've had for another couple of thousand. While what about the, uh, the I love the one where you said the show's cancelled today, Steve. That made me laugh so hard in bed. Oh, I was having a happy moment. All right, hold on. I need, I need my, <laughs> my winkers on. I'll read, I'll read this. Um, Jacob Bruce said, no, man. Who are they? I only clicked the link because I like the guy. Step. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. Ring oh, Yeah, I think that the um, education system has a lot to answer for. Who yeah. are they? I only clicked the link because I like the guy. Stand up. Are these guys trying to promote their show instead of promoting a comedian? They can talk about this. That is the problem with America today. Nobody supports each other anymore. One full stop. I would watch their show. They had him on. Uh, hold on. I would watch their show. They had him on. Besides that, why would I watch their show? Give me one, one good reason. Uncensored radio. Why or why or what is it that you do unique? Please elaborate. Depending on your answer, you could have gained a fan. Probably not now. Um, I could just keep going on with my life. <laughs> Well, why do wow. these people think we want them? Like, I don't know. We'll right. take anyone. We'll take anyone, but, you know. Come watch our show. Nobody watches our show anyways. We don't care. Yeah. You can't sit on our fucking table, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's just very, like, like the run on set. No, watch it and then comment, great. and then we'll get into a fight. Like, you know. People are, um, people are so angry. They do one long run on, run on yeah. sentence. It's just like, okay, no, Anna and are like, we're out. <laughs> They're like, we don't want to associate with this fucking oh, shot. Are we doing shots on air? Yeah. Shot, 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 shot. I got vodka in the house. I can do a shot. <laughs> oh, here we go. This is the one. Yeah. Uh, we didn't this do a is shot what I love. On, on Tuesday. <laughs> so someone's gone back. And this, this, this comment, <laughs> I, I love it. This comment came up. Uh, yet today or yesterday, because I put a show about announcement about the no show on third on Tuesday. Here it is. This is fantastic <laughs> shit. Thank you. Oh, I love God. so hard. Wait a minute. I laughed. I I'm cried gonna, in bed laughing. I'm gonna go <laughs> message him right now and ask for his address to send him a t-shirt and a oh, good job. Jeff, do you still have any of those books left over from Christina Lease as well? I Throw sure one of those in. Do. <laughs> I, thought for sure, 
Oh, How about some of those gummies? Or maybe some easy listening by Katie Harris. My two ten gummies by Perez Hilton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got, we got Perez Hilton gummies. We got lots of shit we can give to you because no one Thank watches you. the show. Uh, you That's can okay. head over to shop and pick up a coffee yeah. mug. <laughs> exactly. You know what? Yeah. yeah. Look, it's even it's permanently on the screen. That's how I did it. Unsensitradio.shop. You know what? Here's something you could do because it really worked out well for the Dixie Chicks. Buy our merchandise and then film you burning it. And it worked yeah, out great right for us. Oh my god! That would really that would We had an Anna Renata shirt too. We did have a great Anna Renata shirt, but it flagged for copyright because it was from the old school Ghostbusters. Oh, but they got look. Can burn their merch too. Those girls oh, are happy yeah. if you burn their merch. merch <laughs> yes. Burn the Golden Girls merch over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so oh Jeffrey, you're going to say, what do you want them to do with the cup? Oh, just get the cup. Oh. You know, Katrina A. Johnson from Nickelodeon's all that not so recently featured on TMZ. And me, and you can smash the shit Also, an upcoming this. film, Black Creek. Because <laughs> you know, we're not, not, all we're doing is advertise. All we're doing is advertising our our um, stuff, which we are. So why not let's let's just you know take a moment, you know, subscribe, subscribe to us on YouTube. Um, you know, mm-hmm. you're already on Facebook. So Steve, aside from Instagram. aside from the Roth Strife and um, Noop Dog trolling everyone as well, because everyone's trolling it seems lately. I do want to talk about um, another. It's actually this one's a little bit more controversial. And it crosses over with another show that we do, Uncensored Horror. Okay, so now, I've got two comments. Okay, cool. But we are going to talk about. Um, I guess she's one of the. She's well, she's isn't guessing. She's one of the stars of the new Scream series, Melissa Barrera. And she has been fired from the upcoming Scream 7 because of her social media views on Palestine. Now, um, she has been let go because she likened what was happening in Palestine to uh, ethnic cleansing and Holocaust, etc., 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 which has um, made the company behind Scream 7 obviously a little bit nervous. Well, this it's, this is subjective. It's subjective, really, isn't it? No, but this is the point. It's subjective. Like, if that's her opinion, that's her opinion. Yeah. But, but if she's also are, under a code of conduct. If she signed contracts, she knows what's in that contract. Yeah, you don't know what's in that con. You don't know what's in that contract. And I, I am all for people. And as Vera, we've we've discussed before, all for people's freedom of speech. It doesn't mean you have to share everything. Yeah. Because some of the stuff, well, words words have repercussions and you can, like, support, you know, support war-torn countries 100%. I'm not saying not to do that. But know that not everyone is going to side with your views <laughs> and there are repercussions. Like when we post stuff that people don't like, they are very quick to let us what know. What are you talking about? What, what <laughs> people possibly not like? Us. Vera, you got to say something. I, I just, you know, I, I have a problem with this. Um, you know, there are quotes from Bibi Netanyahu that just miss that line where he's saying things that sound like ethnic cleansing. 
I, I you they don't know, sound I don't like know. they are. Let's just go there. They are. They yeah, are. You know, I mean, it's been the plan all along. Yeah. You know, let's, you know? you know, it's the way it is. And it's been like that for years and years and years and years and years. Since baby Jesus. Since baby Jesus, even before. They believe they're the promised people, um, and you can't argue with that. As far as oh, you know, promise. You can't, as far as they're concerned, you know. So, you know, right. when you look at the land that they're fighting over, it's a tiny little bit, a tiny little bit. <laughs> but that's what they're doing. Is it right? No, it's not right. You know, and people need to kind of stand up and go. Stop You're it. fucking no. insane. Just fucking stop it, for God's sake. Right. You know, this is the thing we say? Your saviour, your God, he's fine with all of this fucking shit that you're fucking doing, you idiots. Fuck off. Woo! <laughs> but this is, we, we have talked about religion on this program multiple times. There are there are various um, associations and, and, and degrees of religious connection on the panel that we've had throughout the years. But... We are. You can believe whatever you want to believe, whatever lets you put your head on the pillow at night and go, the world is an okay place. As soon as you weaponize your religion against somebody else, that's it's it. a problem. It's not a religion it's an anymore. It's not a religion, it not anymore. religion anymore. Sorry, but it's not. <laughs> it's a Donald Trump supporter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. Back there again. Here we go. We're hitting all of them. Hitting all of them tonight. Hitting all of them. <laughs> you can, you can condemn what Hamas did and still acknowledge that what Israel is doing is wrong. Yeah. You know, the world, the, in, in a, a fairly world balanced world, in a, fairly, in a fairly balanced world where you can see, and again, this is all dependent on the news cycle and what news you choose to take. Because yeah. let's not pretend that every news agency is fair and balanced. Yeah, that is true, <laughs> including ours. Let's not pretend. Let's... <laughs> I think we are a lot more balanced than a lot of other podcasts that I, I see. That's all I'm saying. We, I, I raise you let... a lot of comments that say otherwise. <laughs> if you, I know, but if you, but hey, so if, you think we're, if you think we're, if you think we're that fucked up. Go back a couple of weeks ago and watch Vera and Christina go at it, right? Yeah. Go back a couple of weeks. Go back a couple of months ago and watch Tim and Tim and Vera go at it. Go back a year ago and watch Jeffrey nice. walk off the show over something that happened with Katie McCarthy. Uh, like we are not. We are not all buddy. We can be. We can all be friends and disagree with things. But yeah. we don't take it off screen and go, you're a fucking idiot and I'm going to come and fire bomb your house no, because oh you don't God. believe the same thing I do. Like, that's not... <laughs> in a, in a fair and balanced world, you can believe what you choose to believe. Just be educated. Educate yourself. Well, that's all you need to do. In the olden days, in the olden days what would happen, <sighs> and don't say I would know when that was, Anne. Just don't. 200 years ago. <laughs> in the olden days... <laughs> If you had a war, you'd pick a field somewhere. Okay, there's a field out there. All the men that want to fight, go off over there, kill yourselves, it's fine, leave everyone else alone. Nowadays, nowadays, it's like, okay, I'm going to press a button here uh, and a hospital goes up. With women and children, for God's sake, that have got nothing to, I don't care what side you're talking about, 
I don't care. It's the same atrocity either side. That's a war crime. That's not war. Why do that? If you want to fight, go out in the field. We'll put a little fence around you. We'll even give you lights (laughs) at night so you can see each other better. We can take (laughs) it. We can score. We'll have to get some. One of you can be sponsored by Pepsi. One of you can be sponsored by Coke. It's going to be like. Absolutely. (laughs) Leave the poor people that have got nothing to do with it alone. Let them live, for God's sake. You know what else about this whole situation? The humanitarian thing to do is to give these people time to flee their homes. What the Absolutely. Fuck? You're telling them they have to leave or they're going to get killed? What yep. the fuck? Yep. Yeah. Your, your, your murder is your own fault. Like, just be yeah. careful. If you stay, we'll kill you. Yeah. Here, here's, here's 48 hours to, to pack your life into six suitcases and walk across the fucking border into Egypt. Yep. That's humanitarian. So hard. Absolutely. Yep. I'm yeah. walking there. Too hard. Too hard. I'm not walking there. Ew. It's ridiculous that we're living in an age that has, you know, it, it. people are getting more riled up about a stupid joke that a comedian says than a whole country being slaughtered. You know, they won't kind of go, oh, I think that's a bit wrong. No, let's get our ass into gear because someone said a stupid joke and three quarters of the world doesn't even know he's alive. Mm. It's, and, it's, and let's fire an actress for stating an opinion. But do you think this is all of this frustration and this internet poison and venom is because people feel powerless <laughs> against it? So they're striking out at things it's, that are easy yes, targets. It's because they're very upset because Orange Peach Blossom is not doing so well. <laughs> well, I think that a lot of the trolls that were on our page in the last 48 hours were people who just wanted to defend Matt Rice's right to tell a DV joke and not people who actually gave a shit about Matt Rice. Yeah, look, I and a lot of it was about, about humor and about comedy. And if they knew anything about, if they did their research and looked at the page, you would understand that we support comedy we always have we you know oh you can tell from their their comments and you can see from their defense which we were defensive it's called being snappish like fuck off yes the minute you get defend the minute you engage in that game you lose so don't engage they're still they're still coming to comment on our page like i thought i was congratulations don't feed the trolls like don't feed the trolls they think they're winning i think and and that's what that's what matt himself says he goes all of the all of his internet trolls are just these sad, lonely, angry people that need feel the need to strike out at something. So, what's the easiest way to do it? Behind a keyboard on a screen without actually having to say something face to face, someone here's the to thing. stand up for what you believe in. For me, I find it entertaining as fuck. I know you <laughs> must be living your best life. I this am. happened on Thanksgiving. I might have been signed into the page leader in my comment back. Yeah. Oh my I love God. Bitch, I'm telling you, it is the easiest way to lose three hours of your fucking life, especially with oh, that I many can't. comments. Oh my God, I was so bad yeah. last night, I couldn't sleep. Renata's, Renata's famously a dude crawler on TikTok. You just tonight one person and fight with them fucking for hours. Just go back and forth. 
instead of TikTok like. tonight, Renata, just go through the comments on the Matt Rife article. You'll go on an no, emotional roller coaster. It's it's hours of fun. Hours and then of fun. You pick somebody right, and you just start talking random shit to them to really try to throw them off and be like, "I'm so sorry that your wife left you." You know what I mean? And they're like, "What the fuck?" You know what I mean? They can't. They fucking start going crazy, right? Oh, like, no, I yeah. can see why she left you. Your response. I'm so sorry. I hope because, it gets better. And again, I, the bankruptcy must really be affecting your responses. You know, what I mean? they fucking lose. Oh, this, is what, God, this is what. So this is what. This is what Matt says in his like special. Everyone. I say they say to me, "Oh, you're fat and ugly." I go, "Yeah, I might be, but I'm guaranteed a root tonight." <laughs> <laughs> but as Matt says, Matt said it is special. You know, all these like people that. that want to attack you on a social media profile, all that it takes to get ammunition is one click back, and they're on your profile. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you want to throw <laughs> stones, just make sure your house ain't glass, baby, because <laughs> some people don't do passive aggressive. We just do aggressive aggressive. You know? He was like, going on about my pathetic life, and I said, I got some, you're some rando on my page. I think I'm doing fine. <laughs> like, yeah. You're the fucking you idiots to coming to us. You're commenting yeah. on our shit that you say you don't want to be bothered on, but you're the fucking loser that took the time out of your life to comment on our shit because you had nothing better to do. Especially exactly. when there's a button, a button now All that right. says, I don't want to see this content. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. One guy, I was like, dude, press the button, bitch. Block us. <laughs> Knock your fucking self out. Nobody's stopping you, buddy. What are you doing with your yeah. life? Fuck and they, come, they keep coming back to comment again. It's like, yeah, someone that's not interested, you seem very invested. Like, that's not defensive. I'm fucking thoroughly entertained that you're all this simple, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Their reasoning, because they have learnt this way, that this is this is how they actually feel empowered. This is their only yeah. state of power that they have, and by continuing to comment, it's like when you go down to the um, mall and you see people continually yelling at each other uh, really loudly. Mm-hmm. They're just doing exactly the same thing online where they just they have no stop. They are just continually just yelling at each other, abuse. Uh, and then normally what happens is that they go home and they're fine until the next outage, until the next outrage. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's, yeah. that kind of shows the type of environment that they have grown up in, which is really sad that the only way they can talk to each other is through anger and uh, yelling at each other abuse of each other and not being able to have a conversation to each other it's terrible it's terrible it's yeah. it's like the, the only way you can see me is if i verbally abuse you <laughs> right thank you jennifer we really are we're the worst <laughs> she's only oh joking <laughs> she's only joking oh, <laughs> We're we so bad our parents it. won't watch. At least we <laughs> yeah. got one. We got one. I'm upset that this I'm upset that we haven't been bombed, but you know, there's still time. It's it's getting late at night. You notice that you notice that during the day we were getting and the later it got in America, it's like, oh, oh. so we'll see. Maybe the show will get um, uh, maybe we'll go viral tomorrow with the live show. Wait for the people on Ambien to log on. 
Yeah. And then I'm, having I'm to sleep tonight. I gotta go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> We are the best kind of horror. Oh, isn't that like no, a yeah. Leanne Rhymes song? Oh no, that's that's no, called that's called I Stole Your Husband, Brandy Glanville. Um, oh, too soon. No, that's all right. Speaking of horrible venom spewing yeah. from people, speaking of horrible venom spewing from people, it's time for um, you know everyone's favorite segment. Oh, there. Well, I got to tell you, Renata stole my steam. Not that I'm <laughs> upset about it. I'm glad to have somebody on my side, but I am going to talk about something else. Today here in the United States is Thanksgiving, and it's the day where, yes, we drove the Indians off their land, but let's look at it from a different perspective. It's a day to give thanks. And the majority of us here in this country are not living in a world like Palestine where we, a different country controls our water, or a different country controls our lives, or a different country is going to give us humanitarian time to go. We live in a world where we have food and we have water. But even then, there are millions of Americans who live in hunger and poverty. And we need to take the time to be thankful, but we need to reach out and put our money where our mouth is. So I'm asking all of the listeners who like to listen to me get righteous and rageous that to take the next 30 days between now and Christmas and do something good. You don't have to do anything expensive. You can just drop off a can of tuna at a food bank, or you can volunteer to drop off Christmas presents for the, the toy drive. You know, it doesn't have to cost you a lot, but take the time to realize how privileged you are. And you know what? It doesn't matter how privileged you are. You can do something for somebody else that needs something. Sometimes people just need a ride. You know, be there for people. Be aware of what people need. And I'm not saying be a bleeding heart and give you the shirt off your back. You don't have to go that far, but you can make the world a better place in small ways. And between now and the holiday, of Christmas that everybody gets so mad and says we can't say, fuck you, we say it all the time. Even atheists say Merry Christmas, fuck you and your fake outrage. Do something good. Don't just buy another flat screen TV. Don't just plan a meal that you're gonna throw half of it out because everybody's gorged to the max. Do something good. Take the time to figure out something small. You don't have to tell anybody about it. You probably shouldn't tell anybody about it. Just fucking do it. Thank you. <laughs> That's Nike's new slogan. Just fucking do it. Just fucking do it. Jeffrey's going to do something very nice for a poor individual over Christmas, so it's all right. No, I'm not. <laughs> Bitch, you don't give me a home. <laughs> you don't count. I don't count. Oh, look, I don't count. That's that's how that's how much I'm we love each other. I'm putting you to fucking here. work, so I don't know why I'm you aware. think I'm doing something nice. I'm thinking you're I'm doing aware. something nice. I'm aware. <laughs> wait until wait until those kids are dressed in your curtains and come downstairs. <laughs> it's gonna be great. We're going, oh we're going on this. We're going on the road with the Emmett family singers. Steve's bed. We'll have to, um, yeah, we'll have to do a bit of a crossover. I'll give you a bit of a tour of Jeff's house when I get there, Anna Renata. You can talk to my talk to my the ghosts that are in Jeff's house. 
they're, they're very fun. They're, they're nice to meet. But thank you so much for joining us today, Ian and Renata. It's been um, yeah, it's been interesting. I mean, you know, it's always nice to let off a bit of steam. And you know, we're here. We're here, as someone famous we're once here. said. We'll, you know, we're not going anywhere. We'll be here. We'll be here next week. We're gonna we'll be, be here longer after. We've got three million patrons. Yeah. We've got, yeah, we got comments to read. You know, we're very, very busy. We do our due diligence here. But that is it for you. See our live this week. We will just we we will. Oh God, my God. We will oh, see God. you again next week, unless we get cancelled. But you know, Steve, can you really go? That, 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 that's all, folks. Please. No, <laughs> I can't. I'm triggering people. <laughs> we'll see you later, fuckers. <laughs>